1: So much- You're listening to a Mamma Mia
0: podcast.
1: Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on.
0: Hello, and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran.
1: And I'm Leigh Campbell and sadly this is the last time we'll be answering your questions for this year. So from next week, we're taking a little break for a couple of weeks and instead of your daily episodes, you'll be getting us in your ears twice a week like the good old days of You Beauty. But if you have questions that you think of over the Christmas period, please keep sending them through. You can email them to youbeauty at mamamia.com.au because we will start answering them again as soon as we're back in the new year. But for now, let's get into it. Our second last question of the year, is from Victoria.
0: Hi, gals. I'm a strawberry blonde gal in her mid-30s who has a face full of freckles. I've recently had a baby 10 months ago where they got considerably darker too. Here's my question. I like to surf and run and generally do outdoorsy things. How do I stop them from getting darker? I wear a wetsuit and a hat while in the water. I never sunbake. I always wear 30 plus sunscreen. I even top it off with a tinted zinc on my cheeks as a bit of a bronzer. Whatever I do though, they just keep getting darker and blending together. Any tips, products or ingredients I should be looking at to stop this from happening? Cheers, Victoria. Lee, don't you think Victoria just sounds like a ray of little sunshine and also she's yes. making me feel a bit exhausted with all of her activities?
1: Same. I'm like, Victoria, where you get that energy from, girl? you got a 10-month-old. She's
0: probably one of those powerhouses <laughs> that is like strapping the baby to her and taking – them with her. Like, oh, come on, we're going for
1: a run or we're going surfing, baby. I love it. Now, look, Victoria, it's not great news. The sun is extremely powerful, very, very powerful, more powerful than us. And that's why sunscreen is only one very small part of the line of defense, as is clothes, sunglasses, wearing a hat, finding shade, not going out when the UV is highest at the peak of the day. No matter what you do, if you're out in the sun, particularly because there's UVA, Around all the time, which is kind of aging us and bringing out our sunspots, it's going to happen. If you really, really, really don't like your freckles, you kind of have to stay out of the sun, but it sounds like that's not going to suit your lifestyle. So reapply every two hours at a minimum. If you're surfing, as soon as you get out of the water, Reapply. If you're running and sweating, as soon as you stop, reapply. I know it can't be very spontaneous and have fun, but unfortunately, this is just the way it's got to be. You say you use SPF 30 sunscreen, that's great. I'd up it to SPF 50 if you can find one that you like. Zinc on top of your sunscreen, sure, why not? You know, the more the better. Uh, I would use a vitamin C in the morning before your sunscreen. Reason being is that vitamin C and sunscreen work really well together to inhibit pigmentation. And then at nighttime, you want to do something to kind of turn back that pigmentation that you've got already. You might have some melasma there from pregnancy, so it might be a bit of a double whammy, but a vitamin A or a retinol at night will help to kind of fade that and bring back some radiance. However, it's such a catch-22 because if you're using a vit A at night, you've got to be so, so, so diligent with your sunscreen during the day and your sun exposure because it can make it worse. So... You just have to kind of live with it. I mean, I've always wanted freckles. I drew freckles on in my teens. But yeah, you just have to be super super diligent and like if you're running a hat, sunnies, all of that stuff. Obviously surfing, you can't really wear all of that. But um just as diligent as you can and then products at night to reverse it and just keep on top of it. Do you agree, Kel? I'm
0: sure if you surfed that you would find a way to get <laughs> coverage because if anyone's
1: ever seen Lee at the beach, it's quite amusing. Oh, I'm <laughs> under a tent with like towel over my head, sunglasses, and then a hat. Yeah, I look like a ghost. A Colourful Ghost. Yes. But I wasn't always that way. I used to absolutely roast myself and I go a very, very dark brown. And now if you see me, I'm very, very pale. But I choose that commitment over any sort of leisurely lifestyle.
0: We'll also link, we did a recent Spotlight episode on Cosmolan, which is a really effective treatment for pigmentation and melasma and like any sort of brown spots that you may be getting. However, that is like a longer commitment, Mm -hmm. but we will link that in the show notes. You can have a listen to that and decide if it's something you want to investigate further. But we hope that we've helped in
1: some regard. Exactly. Move
0: by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Our final question for 2021 is from Kelly. And no, it's not from me. It's spelled (laughs) by E. (laughs) Imagine that. I'm so selfish that I'm like, I'm just going to slip my own question in here for the last one of the I love that. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for your amazing podcast. I look forward to listening to it every morning on my way to work. I have a listener question. I've been using an oil-free moisturizer for a few years as my skin would break out all the time with a normal one. I'm noticing my skin is starting to look like it needs some hydration. So I'm looking for something like a night cream slash moisturizer that I could use to give me lots of hydration without the oil. Any suggestions?
1: Ooh! Do we have some suggestions for you, Kelly? I have some suggestions for our friend Kelly, and I don't think she's going to like it. But dare I say, Kelly, you try oil again, only because I know if something's made you break out and then you think you've found what it was and you're just scared to try it again. But there's so many amazing, nourishing, protective reasons to try oil. I would dare say try our favourite jojoba just because it's antibacterial. So it's really good for breakouts, but it's still really nourishing. It could have been the particular product that you use, not oil as a whole category. So I would give it another go just because I know how much my skin loves it. But if you really want to avoid using oil altogether, that's also completely fine. I would go for a layered approach. So if you're feeling like your skin needs that extra hydration, a lovely mist, A really nice hydrating serum and then a rich night cream on top. Also adding in a hydrating mask a couple of times a week in the evenings could be a really good way to get a bit of a moisture hit back in there. Some good night creams for you that are oil-free. The Cetaphil Face Rich Hydrating Night Cream. It's cheap as chips. It's like 21 bucks, and it comes in a little tub. It's a really good, just kind of simple but nourishing cream that's great if you've got serums or whatever underneath. I think that's a really underrated product by Cetaphil. Olay Regenerist Revitalizing Night Cream Moisturizer. Again, that's 35 bucks. You can get that from sign Really good, really effective night cream. And then if you want something a bit more bougie, the Clarins Multi-Active Night Cream. It's for normal to combination skin. So it's completely oil-free. It's $82. That's really beautiful. But I think just popping one cream on at night is probably asking too much for that cream. If you do pop some hydrating stuff underneath, like a serum, if you wanted to do serum, then oil, then night cream. But I totally get if you don't want to do oil. A lot of people are still scared of oil, but I dare say it was probably just the products that you use, not oils as a whole category. Kelly, do you agree?
0: I could not agree more. Honestly, if I was to use like a pure rosehip oil, even now in my 30s, I reckon it would make me break out and my skin just wouldn't like it. Uh-huh. And that's my first experience with oils. I tried a rosehip oil because it was trending at the time and it was one of the first oils on the market. Yes,
1: everyone was obsessed like 15 years ago with rosehip, which it it is great. It is, but it's way
0: too rich for, especially like someone in their 20s, unless they've got really dry skin, it's way too rich and it will make you break out.
1: Agree, makes me break out, unfortunately.
0: So I would definitely try the jojoba. Also, another good one is the supple skin, dewy skin drops. I think it's called something like that, because that's got jojoba in it and it's also got tea tree oil and like other antibacterial. In it. So that's also really great. But I think just give it a little go because I think that it'll definitely be worth it. But if you really don't want to, yeah, Lee's advice is spectacular, as
1: always. Oh, Kel. Well, that's it. We hope that helps. As we mentioned, we'll be answering more of your questions in 2022. How weird does that sound, 2022? (gasps) Oh, I can't even cope. But, of course, we'll be back this Friday with our spendies and savies. before then, so we'll chat to you at the end of the week.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily beauty podcast. Well, for now, until we've got a few weeks of a break. But just by listening to our content, you're helping to fund girls in schools in some of the most disadvantaged countries in the world through Mamma Mia's partnership with Room to Read. We're currently funding 300 girls in school every day and our aim is to get to 1,000. Have a great week. Bye-bye.